fantasy football today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. All right, everybody. Happy Saturday. Welcome to your Saturday mailbag. You're hearing this on December 1st, in the final month of the football regular season. Uh, the fantasy postseason right around the corner. We are recording this on Friday afternoon on November 30th. So here's what happened. Hi, Dave, by the way. Hi. What's going on, everybody? A lot's going on. Here's what happened. When we started recording, Dave and I just finished our big mailbag show. We just finished the episode that you're about to hear. But when we started recording, we didn't have any reports about Kareem Hunt missing this week's game. We knew about the incident. We're pissed off about it. We're disgusted like everyone else. Um, we talked a little bit about Spencer Ware, but now we get a, a tweet from ESPN's uh, Dan Graziano saying, and I'll, I'll just go ahead and read the tweet. I am told the Chiefs sent Kareem Ho- uh, Hunt home from the facility today upon learning of the release of the video and pending further action. Most likely short-term resolution is that Hunt would be placed on the commissioner's exempt list pending a final decision, a decision, but we will see. So we're now going to act like Hunt's not playing this week. And um, what we're going to do is we're just going to talk about the Chiefs situation right now, and then we're going to stop talking about the Chiefs situation and play the rest of the mailbag show. Uh, all right, Dave. Spencer Ware, where are you putting him in your rankings? I believe that he will be somewhere in between 11th and 15th in my rankings. He's going to have a great opportunity against this really bad Oakland Raiders defense to fit right in and do a lot of what Kareem Hunt does. He's not as good as Kareem Hunt, but he will get volume. And I I think he's got a very good chance of getting 80 yards and a touchdown. Now, with where do you think he's 34% owned on Friday afternoon? Is he an empty or fab kind of guy? Absolutely. Yeah. Really and I mean, is. it goes without saying, if you've got Kareem Hunt, you've got to make that move. If you haven't... Drop ha- Kareem Hunt? Ready. No, I'm not ready to do anything like that. Kareem Hunt will stay on my bench. Right, right, right. Yeah, I uh, I put in two claims for Spencer Ware. One fab, one non-fab, dropping Justin Jackson in both of them. Mm-hmm. I hope you have right. somebody obvious to drop. Yeah. There, there will be one player on your bench that you'll say, well, I'll let him go to get a potential top 12 ish type of fantasy running back this week. It will not be a hard decision for you to make. Well, I truthfully think, uh, I, I think that I think he could be amazing rest of season. What do you think? If he is indeed the lead back for Kansas city rest of season. Yeah, yeah of course. You know, I, I, I know he hasn't been necessarily a great rusher in the past, but it's more about opportunity and the offense that he's in and he'll, he's an absolute must get. Uh, don't drop Kareem Hunt yet. Is there anybody else on the Chiefs that you uh, that you think might be worth adding? Well, let's just lay out the scenario that Kareem Hunt is put on the commissioner's exemplist for the remainder of the season. The guy behind Spencer Ware would be Damian Williams. I believe he's healthy. I just checked the Chiefs injury report. He's not on it. So provided that Damian Williams is still there, he's got uh, passing down chops. He might end up having a passing downs role. You might see a little bit of him on Sunday against Oakland. Well, uh, Dave and I have the Saturday night uh, Ion Fantasy Football radio show that you should definitely tune into now if you weren't planning on before, jerks. 
because we'll hopefully know more about the situation. Again, we're recording this on Friday afternoon and don't know everything we need to know about the Kareem Hunt situation. It's a, uh, it's a terrible situation. And now it's two of the best fantasy running backs, Melvin Gordon and Kareem Hunt, that fantasy owners do not have going forward, uh, at least for the foreseeable future. Anything else to add, Dave? Like, does it affect uh, Patrick Mahomes at all or Tyreek Hill or Chris Conley? You know, I I think that the Chiefs will operate normally. I would imagine they've got a lot of confidence in Spencer where he's been been playing sparingly this year, but when he has played, he's been okay. I think they'll continue to run their offense through Patrick Mahomes, maybe a slight bit more through him than they would have had Kareem Hunt played against Oakland. I, uh, I'm, I'm, there's no change you're going to make. Everybody starting Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Uh, they could be potentially even better daily plays now because Ware's not there. But at the same time, Ware is 4000 on one of the daily sites. So he's not going to be expensive. Everybody's going to put him in their lineup. He will be very popular. He is the new free space. Yeah. Thank, thank you for bringing that up because we will talk about um, our FanDuel lineups later. And since we've already recorded that, uh, I, I said something like, well, I'll start Spencer Ware if he's, if Kareem Hunt's not playing. So there's going to be just a little bit of outdated information, but I, I don't think there's much. I don't think we talk much about the situation, um, on the podcast we just recorded. So, uh, with that said, by the way, Dave, tr- quick trivia question. Does Kareem Hunt have more rushing or receiving touchdowns this year? I think he's got the same amount. Good job. Seven receiving touchdowns this year. Could be an opportunity there for Spencer Ware to make his mark as well. And, they, and like Dave said, maybe Damian Williams. All right, that's it. We're going to stop recording, and you're going to hear the rest of the show. Enjoy the rest of the mailbag. Deshaun Jackson is out, which we expected. Uh, I like to talk. We like to talk about the, quote, squeaky wheel, guys who complain about not getting the ball, and then they get the ball. It, does Kenny Stills meet the description, Dave? Yeah, he does. It's uh, it's not going to be easy for him when he's lined up outside. I would imagine that Tredavious White will be across from him on a generous amount of his plays. Maybe not. Maybe the Bills will decide to either keep White to his side or move him against Devontae Parker. Who knows what they're going to do? I don't think anybody's got the confidence to start Kenny Stills this week. And uh, Randall Cobb said Aaron Rodgers is getting ready to light everyone up this week. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. I still think it's an Aaron Jones game. Yeah, well, the the Packers are going to certainly light up the Cardinals this week. And any other injuries we need to talk about, Dave Richard? Uh, there's a bunch that we can get to. You're catching me off guard by asking me that. I, I mean, I didn't see like anything that we didn't talk about on Friday's show. You know, there wasn't much. Uh, Diggs and and uh, Rhodes practiced on Friday. Um. Marlon Mack hasn't been cleared, but he's expected to play. I don't think there's anything. Yeah, I mean, Marquise Goodwin isn't going to play for the 49ers. Um, we know about Trubisky. Tyrell Williams is questionable. Joe Flacco is doubtful. I know that's going to hurt everybody that's got Joe Flacco <laughs> on their fantasy teams. I'm sorry, people. You're just going to have to sit him down. Did we talk about Sammy Watkins being out? No, we didn't. You that's like Con- one that's important, I would say, because it puts Chris Conley in play. Yeah, you like him? I don't mind him as a third receiver. I'd take him over Kenny Stills. All right, let's uh, just promote our FanDuel contest one more time. Come on, join the FanDuel contest. $5, $5, ladies and gentlemen. That's not much. FanDuel.com slash FFT, 5 bucks. And if you make your first deposit there at FanDuel.com slash FFT, you get a $5 bonus. So that's gorgeous. 
All right, time to read some emails. FantasyFootballCBSI.com. We've got a lot of them, more than we usually do. Here we go. Danny says, uh, A.J. Green. Uh, do I start A.J. Green? And Number then, two receiver. He'd be you know, right back in the top 12 if Andy Dalton were under center, even against Denver. But Jeff Driscoll is a liability. And Cordy Glenn's not going to play. He's their left tackle. Their backup left tackle is on injured reserve. There's some speculation that Andre Smith could be their starting left tackle. He's not good. He's been in this league a long time. He's a former Bengal back to Cincinnati. He is. This is a bad, this is a bad combo platter for one Jeff Driscoll. Okay. Uh, the other part of the question was if I start AJ Green, would you bench Nick Chubb or Sony Michelle? No or- way I would I bench Chubb. Uh-huh. I am, I'm, I think I would go Green over Sony. Okay. Noah from Grand Rapids says two of three, please. Chris Godwin, Josh Reynolds, Larry Fitzgerald. Right. Now with Deshaun Jackson not playing, I think it opens the door for Godwin to play a lot more. I like his chances to find the end zone better than Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald has two touchdowns over his last 13 road games. Do you know when his last 100-yard game on the road was? Not that, and this isn't why you're ever starting Larry Fitzgerald. You don't think he's going to get 100 yards. It's just trivia. This is trivia. Uh, Guess well, okay. the year. Guess Wait, the year. It's 2018 now? Right now, yes. 14. 15. Oh, okay. 11, 15, 15 was the date of his last 100-yard game. That was 1915. <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 still getting you know a decent amount of target share, just not a lot of great targets, especially when Josh don't call me Sam Rosen doesn't throw the ball as much, which has been the case the last couple of weeks. Maybe Rosen throws about thirty to thirty-five times. Could mean five to six targets. Could mean four to five catches. Could mean fifty yards. I don't like his chances to score. You may have just heard the regulators' music play in the background. That will be happening at some point today. Uh, Shariar from Ellendale, Minnesota. Hey, Jim, Oz, Kevin, and Finch. Oh, that's, uh, American Pie. Uh Uh-huh. All right, pick a flex for Shariar. Marlon Mack, John Brown, Christian Kirk, Japan Richard. Japan Richard? (laughs) (laughs) Jalen Richard, typo. Uh, Marlon Mack, John Brown, Christian Christian Kirk, or Japan Richard? Let's go with Marlon Mack. Okay. Uh, this is from Aaron from Maine, but he's currently in Colorado. Dear Adam. What, what's a more fun place to be, Maine or Colorado? Colorado. Yeah. That's, I've never been to Maine, but sorry. Dear Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Patrice, start <laughs> two uh, half PPR. Five-point bonus for 100 rushing or receiving yards. Start two. A.J. Green, Kenny Galladay, Matt Breida, Austin Eckler. I will go with Galladay and Eckler. This is from Matt in a small city in northern Virginia. I don't have one. Oh, it was Virginia, one, Virginia Beach. was wondering if you could help out with this half-point PPR debacle. Start three of these four. Mixon, Chubb, Connor, Lindsay. Lindsay's a must. Connor's a must. Mixon's a must. I would sit Chubb. And side question, have you guys discussed ranking quarterbacks next year with a four-point versus six-point per passing touchdown option? We have discussed it. It will be something that we talk about after the season ends. So at some point in February, we will all sit down with all of our 
um, tech people. They're way smarter than I am. They know how our technology works. And we'll see if we can. I'd like to come to a solution where we can provide rankings for any type of league. Hmm. Touchdown only league. That's easy. Well, you don't rank them. We don't rank them, but if if we're going to provide rankings for every type of format, that means that we have to project players, right. which means we would have to project touchdowns, which right. would help people in touchdown only leagues. Right. All right. But so- we, we we have all kinds of philosophical debates on that, like. When you project a touchdown, should you project the percentage chance that a player will score? Or do you project a, a decimal, a fraction of a touchdown? Can you project a player for three-tenths of a touchdown? What the hell is that? Well, you either score or you don't. I, so we've had a lot of bag. I, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. We've had this conversation many times, and I don't know if there's a great philosophical answer. I don't know what people want from projections in terms of, whole touchdowns versus fractional touchdowns, percentage of touchdowns. Uh, You know, maybe that's something that'll come up on Twitter one day in February or March. I don't really look at projections. I look at rankings. Well, sometimes projections fuel the rankings. Sure. I I think it's probably because I do so much research that I internally project. Like I have a general idea of what I expect from someone, and then I use your rankings. But, Mm -hmm. you know... I don't think our listeners do that, so maybe they use projections. Uh, all right, let's move on. More emails. Fantasy football at cbsi.com. This is from. Wait. Uh, oh, yeah, we did answer that one. This is from Tony from CBS, Dave. Tony from CBS? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Pick one receiver in PPR Christian Kirk, Josh Reynolds, Mike Williams. It's going to be Josh Reynolds. The Tony. Yeah. You can email us, you know. We're all on the same server here. Yeah, Tony. Maybe you're not really from CBS. Maybe he's from CVS and it was a typo, like Japan Richard. Mm. Maybe he's from Columbus and he forgot the hyphen and the U for C-bus. Maybe. Did you, uh, that sounds far-fetched. Do, do you ever, do people ever ask you, maybe you tell them, you know, what you do or who do you work for and you say CBS and they say, oh, CV, like they think it's the pharmacy? No, usually they say what the hell kind of a job is that? Oh, yeah. I thought those guys, you know, did that in their mom's basement. <laughs> then I tell them I've got an office. And then I tell them I do a podcast and video. And they're like, what? Yeah. People who don't know, man. It used to be that you were a dork if you played fantasy football. And now you're a dork if you just don't know anything about fantasy football. It's kind of true. Congratulations. If you're listening, you're not a dork. Nice. Uh, all right. Tony's question. Oh, we answered it. Okay. Now, Kevin from Arlington. We like Tony so much, we're going to answer it twice. Kevin from Arlington says, Dear Devante, Samuel, Patch, and Amy. Those are Adams. Yeah. PPR, pick a wide receiver two and a flex. All right, let's start with a wide receiver, Dave. Josh Gordon, Tyler Tyler Boyd, Doug Baldwin, Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Now a flex. Got a lot of names. Josh Gordon, Tyler Boyd, Doug Baldwin, Matt Breida, Kenyon Drake, Lamar Miller, Gus Edwards. Oh, my Lanta. Um, Edwards is who I would probably lean toward, even though he's a zero in the catch game. I don't, I'm not sure. I, 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 I don't know if I can go with Edwards, knowing that receptions, it's full PPR, you said. Mm-hmm. I think I'd go Boyd. 
Here's an email from Buck from Fresno. Dear Kevin, Buzz, Marv, and Gus. I don't know who Gus is, but Kevin, Buzz, and Marv are definitely in Home Alone. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's a Gus, Buck. I think you're wrong here. Uh, assuming nothing happens between now and draft time 2019, who is a better stash, O.J. Howard or Hunter Henry? It's hmm, a good question. Remember last year when Hunter Henry was actually playing and he was frustrating us with, you know, one week he'd get zero targets and the next week he'd have like six targets, four catches, 50 yards and a touchdown. Seemed a little too inconsistent for my taste, whereas OJ was pretty consistent when he was healthy. So assuming that he and uh, Henry heal fine, I'm going to lean toward OJ Howard. This is from Matthew, pick two in a half PPR league. AJ Green, DJ Moore, Chris Carson. Uh, I'm going to sit Green. You're going to start DJ. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, DJ Moore. But I, I thought for a second David Moore. You wouldn't start. David I had Moore. that same. That somebody asked, tweeted me a question: Do I start Moore, Green, or Boyd? Pick one. And I reacted with, "Well, I don't know if David Moore is going to be that good." And they were like, "No, no, DJ Moore." Hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> weird. It's so weird that that just happened to you after it happened to me. Except the guy who wrote to you said more. The guy who wrote to me said DJ Moore. And I looked at it and thought David Moore. So, you know, not quite the same. Uh, you have DJ Moore right ahead of AJ Green? I do. All right, this is an email from Ben. Pick three. Hilton, DJ Moore, Brita, and Dalvin Cook. Hilton, DJ Moore, Brita, and Cook. Sit Cook. All right. Sean. Very tough to trust him. Yeah, Sean is in a PPR league. Boyd or T.Y. Hilton? T.Y. And do you trust in the playoffs the Lions DST against the Cardinals and the Bills? I'm breaking a rule this week by going with the Colts DST against Jacksonville because I think Jacksonville's offense will be so ugly that I'm overlooking the Colts defense being not great. The Lions defense, unless they really start to turn things around in the next couple of weeks, I don't want to trust them, even in those favorable matchups. I don't like using bad defenses. Uh, Bear says, uh, I need an RB2 and a flex. Lamar Miller, Sony Michelle, and Devontae Adams, PPR. I'm going to sit Sony. From Mark, PPR, pick one. Jalen Richard, Cortland Sutton, Mohamed Sanu, Chris Godwin. I think I'm going to end up going with Godwin. Mike from Albany. Really? Okay, wait. You like you must like Godwin at least a little bit. Correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, did you see me move him up in my rankings Friday night? <laughs> no. Where did you move him to? I must have missed that. He's moved into that number three receiver range. Okay. All right, Mike from Albany, pick two and half PPR. Mac Adams, Lamar Miller. I will sit Mac. What is the podcast stance on Lamar Miller this week? Well, it depends on who you ask, but I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. The fact that he's found a way to double-digit fantasy points in four of his last five games and a matchup against Cleveland that should be halfway decent for him. I'm, uh, I'm going to kind of overlook the whole Alfred Blue taking work away from him, focusing strictly on Miller and how he is still the primary back in Houston. Might be closer to a 55-45 split than you'd like to see, but I think he'll be the best of, the, of uh, Houston's running backs, and I think he deserves credit as a number two option. 
From Annalise, I have Jarvis Landry on my bench. Josh Reynolds and Chris Conley are on the waiver wire. Should I drop Landry to add Reynolds or Conley? If uh, if the league is deep, 12-plus teams with decent bench spots, meaning like someone's not going to run out and steal Landry from you, although if they do, are you really going to miss him? What's the answer? I, I go get Reynolds. And uh, Annalise says, thank you. Hope Adam recovers from his Butterfinger phobia flu soon. Oh, I had, a, I had a sinus infection, people. They suck. Boy, I'd never had one before. They are brutal. Mm-hmm. It was not fun. Didn't get to hold my child for two days. Name an illness that isn't brutal. Oh, this was much. I thought I had the cold. I thought I had, like, the common cold. This was uh, This was much worse. All right, so I did that Twitter poll about Kareem Hunt. I did a more fun one. Have a little fun now. It's got over 2,000 votes at this point. It's two hours old. What What's the best of these three breakfast items? <laughs> A, pancakes. B, waffles. C, French toast. Your vote would be what? French toast. Yeah, yeah you're a front runner. And I, of course, like <laughs> the least popular one. Uh, pancakes. Pancakes got twenty-seven percent of the vote. Waffles, thirty-one percent. French toast, forty-two percent. It's. It's. I don't want to be confused with being an anti-pancakeite. Right. I. Uh, I. I had pancakes for lunch today. I told you on the podcast I was going to have breakfast for lunch today, and uh, I. I went with pancakes because they came with the omelet that I bought. Nice. Nice. Uh, the omelet had mushrooms in it, though. I had to pick out the mushrooms. Oh, damper kind of on the meal. That's a great. Omelet edition, mushrooms. I'm not a mushroom guy. That's so weird. I feel like you like all food. <laughs> I'm kind of picky for a fat guy. Uh, I don't know what people have against pancakes. Pancakes are the best. Yeah, I, I did not have a problem eating all of the pancakes they gave me with syrup and butter on them. Amazing. Hashtag that guy. You get a yeah chocolate chip pancake or a banana pancake. Outstanding. Um, all right, we got a lot more emails to get to right now. I would like to do a little bit of league management. And around these parts, we call league management regulating. So, Dave, you ready to regulate? I'm not doing it until we get to the part of the song where you actually hear it. Okay, well, first one comes from Jared in New York City. I'm not sure if we have anything to say to Jared in New York City. Mount up. Our league has a rule. If a team finishes the <laughs> if a team finishes the regular season with both the best record and the most points accumulated, that team's owner gets to seed all of the playoff teams that didn't receive a first round bye. Is this a good rule? If so, what are some good names for the rule? Johnny Appleseeder is the favorite so far. That's a cool rule. I like it. I dig it. So you basically get to see the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth teams. You get to pick which ones. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, what What do you want to call this rule? That's the question. Johnny Appleseeder is terrific. Sure. I, I'm I am in favor of all of this email. You like this concept. How many people get the best record and the most points scored? That is not easy to do. You no, deserve but, it. But I don't I don't understand why you should get what might be perceived as a uh, competitive edge just for doing that. I know it's rare. So you're against it? I think I'm against it. Hmm. All right. 
We're split then. Disband the league. All right, one more. This is from Will. I'm not going to do it again. Okay. I already bought everybody's ears once. I'm the league commish of a 12-team redraft league with four teams making the playoffs. Only four out of 12. All right, this is a little complicated because, Dave, I know that we like the rule that teams who are eliminated from the uh, from the playoffs do not get to make trades, right? Yes. Okay, so just follow along. Our trade deadline was Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving. A last-minute deal was worked out uh, between a 5-6 and six team and a team that's 7-4. and four. The 7-4 and four team would get Alvin Kamara, and the 5-6 and six team would get Mark Ingram and T.Y. Hilton. I think it's a fair deal, but there's an issue. We have a strict policy that teams eliminated from playoff contention are not allowed to make trades. So the trade... Now, at the time, the 5-6 and six team was still alive. But the trade was not accepted until Friday... So it will not be processed. It was not processed until after week 12. The 5 and 6 team lost in week 12, went to 5 and 7, and is there then eliminated from playoff contention. So he made the trade when he was still alive. But the trade doesn't come into effect until after he's now been eliminated from the playoffs. Do you veto the trade or do you let it go through? Uh, he wasn't eliminated from playoff contention when the trade was consummated. Mm-hmm. It, there's nothing in the rules that say about when a trade is executed. Well, so what are you saying? Just say Team, it. The trade stands. The two teams made a deal. They agreed on it before they could actually use the players in a game. Clearly, the commissioner knew about it. I think you've got to let it stand. I agree with Dave Richard. Let the trade stand. And the fantasy regulators who did not appear on the Wednesday show have regulated here on the Saturday show. All right, back to the emails. This is from Rich. Dear Michael, Jim, Dwight, and Andy. Dave, rank them in order of office funniness. I uh, never I think it. Michael is the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, you think? Yeah, he's one of the funniest characters <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Michael, Dwight. Uh, Michael Dwight. Ah, Mike. I think Jim deserves Michael Dwight. Jim Andy. Um, all right. Rich is from the second largest city in North Carolina. Uh, I don't know. It Durham. It's definitely not Durham, but we'll just say Durham. Twelve uh, team half PPR league. I have Brita, Edwards, McCoy, Hilton, Hopkins, and Galladay. I need to start two running backs, two receivers, and a flex. So he has to sit one of these guys: Brita, Edwards, McCoy. Hilton, Hopkins, Galladay. He, he, wait a minute. He only has to sit one of them? Yeah. I think you're sitting with Sean McCoy. From Seth, Dalvin Cook scares me. Cook or Mack this week? Me too. Let's go with Marlon Mack. All right. Uh, from Jeff in Arizona, pick two. Marlon Mack, Gus Edwards, Josh Reynolds, Duke Johnson, LeGarrette Blunt. I will chance it with Reynolds if it's full PPR with Gus Edwards. If it's not PPR, I will go with Marlon Mack and Gus Edwards. Yeah, I don't like those options so much after Gus. Uh, standard league with a .25 PPR. This is in this is Bill in Massachusetts. Uh, rest of season, not this week, but weeks 14 through 16. Would you keep Josh Reynolds or pick up Devin Funches? Reynolds. Funches isn't the number one guy in... Carolina anymore. And if you count 
CMC. He's not even the number two guy. Okay, this is from Taylor in Canada. Start two of these in standard scoring. Jarvis Landry, Tariq Cohen, Adam Humphreys, Jordan Howard, Christian Kirk, Curtis Samuel. <clears throat> you need two of those guys, huh? Yeah. Not PR. Cohen and Humphreys is who I'd go with. From Mike, dear Watson, Winston, and Wilson. Quarterbacks. Who should I start in a four-point-per-passing touchdown league out of Watson, Winston, and Wilson? <laughs> uh, Winston. Bonus question. Which team balls do they use on kickoffs and special teams? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Does it vary on... Uh, I, it's got to be the kicking team. Probably. Do they still have the K-balls? I don't know about that. All right. Better from Mark. Best tight end rest of season PPR. Rest of season. Rank Jordan Reed, Njoku, Greg Olson. I will go with Njoku, Reed, Olson. Really? Njoku? We're back on Njoku after last week? I like that he had that workload coming off the bye. And I buy into Baker Mayfield being capable of finding him. Okay. Fred in Jacksonville. Dear Slater. By the way, if you're not going to go with Njoku, who are you going with? I go with Reed, I guess. Yeah. Well, rest of season is always dicey with Reed. We're enjoying him on a week-by-week basis. <laughs> He's been healthy. Just um, All right. It's Fred in Jacksonville. Dear Slater, Zach, and Screech. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Are you still playing the... Le'Veon Bell, Saved by the Bell parody song. When I wake up in no. <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> I I only play it. I only play it on the at the end of the mailbag show. Waiver wire. Uh, I only play it at the end of because Le'Veon screwed us all. Yeah. Win your first round pick. Do you realize? Oh, I can't. There are some of the names in that song are Jay Ajayi, Des Bryant, and Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, you've cursed everyone. It took a year, but yes, I did curse all of them. Nice going. One guy tore his Achilles, one guy tore his ACL, and one guy tore our hearts out. <laughs> Le'Veon. <laughs> Wait, no, Des didn't. What did Des do? Achilles, right? Um. Okay, maybe. My bad. Stefan Diggs. He, he obviously had something that knocked him out for the season. Uh, but not this year. Just nobody yes, wants him. Des. People were coming for him off the waiver wire once he signed with the Saints. Oh, I forgot about that. I just meant I just meant that nobody wanted him before that. Yeah, the Achilles. That's true, right. too. He was like the screech of the NFL. Uh, Stefan Diggs, DJ Moore, Austin Eckler. Pick one. Are we, are we talking PPR? I don't know. I think it's got to be Diggs. I think it doesn't really matter. There's <clears> too much upside to leave on your bench. Uh, from Ian. Hey, Brian, Lance, Mike, and Jerry. Yeah, wrestlers, Dave. I'm seeing wrestlers. They're, yeah, I think they're wrestlers. Uh, twelve team people. How did you figure that out? Google. Brian, Lance, Mike, and Jerry. I mean, there's a million Brians. Lance could be Lance <clears throat> Storm. Jerry could be Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Jerry Lynn. Oh, Brian Lawler. Hmm. Maybe these are I, I, Lance, Mike, and Jerry are former ECW guys. Oh no, Brian Lawler, Jerry's son, passed away in July. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah. Okay, back to the question. Sorry about that. AJ Green. All right, twelve PPR, twelve team PPR. Start three: a wide receiver and two flex. AJ Green, Chris Carson, Tyler Lockett, Kenyon Drake. 
I'm sitting Drake. From Jim. PPR. I stashed defenses with good week and week 15 and 16 matchups, and I neglected to handcuff Adam Azer. Now that the show is on a winning streak without him, do we think the job is still his when he gets back or host by committee or even a four-headed monster? And one more thing. Got to go by. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I, you, are, you are the Todd Gurley of our show. Oh, we'll definitely bring you right back in as soon as you're ready. From Beer City, Michigan, this is Anthony, 12 team PPR. No place? I don't know. I, th- I figure Heath would have been there if it was a real place. <laughs> he might live there if he finds out about it. Heath, is it a real place? Yes. <laughs> Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook. James White, Matt Breida, uh, pick one. Jones is who I'd pick. By the way, I took a look at how the Patriots used their running backs against the Bears a couple weeks ago because that's a tough run defense. And Sony got hurt in the game. Yeah. But James White had a very, very nice game. By the way, I was wrong. It was, it was sit one, not start one. Jones, Cook, White, Breida, PPR. I said Jones. No, you said start Jones. It was sit one. I said start one. I meant sit. Oh, one. I'm sitting Cook. PPR league. Kenyon Drake. The question would have been, do you sit? Who do you sit if you had to sit two? And I think I'd sit Brita for James White. PPR league. Drake or Marlon Mack from John. Mack. From Grant. T. Y. Hilton or Corey Davis. PPR. T. Y. From Scott in Smashville. Let's see. Half PPR. I need a receiver and a flex. Let's get the receiver. Corey Davis, A.J. Green, Fitzgerald, Josh Reynolds. Corey Davis. The flex. A.J. Green, Fitzgerald, Reynolds, Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Josh Adams. Chubb. All right, some tweets. Travis wants to know. PPR, pick two. Brita, Sony, Josh Adams. I'm sitting Sony. Samantha, pick one. PPR, Barber, Freeman, Hines. Uh, Barber. From John. Pick two, PPR, T.Y. Hilton, D.J. Moore, A.J. Green. I'm going to sit A.J. Green. From Nick, Howard versus Riddick. Quote, what if this was your choice? Week 13, and end quote. Yep, this is my choice, PPR. He's so Wow, yeah. we found the one guy that's <laughs> got to debate this. But it's PPR, so that, that helps him out. Riddick is who I would take. From Daniel, serious question. With a potential blowout of Oakland by Kansas City, would you sit Travis Kelsey for Eric Ebron? If they blow out the Raiders, don't you think Kelsey would be involved? I don't have a I, I can't read the game and say, well, the Chiefs are gonna win by two touchdowns, maybe more, but Travis Kelsey's only gonna have three catches for forty yards. I'm I'm banking on the probability that Travis Kelsey remains involved. Last one is from Michael. How can I convince my commissioner to move Breeze and Thomas to my bench? There's nothing wrong with a nice, crisp $100 bill <laughs> that just somehow makes it into some guy's passenger seat of his car with a little note that says, hey, commish, this is for you. By the way, could you do me a solid and take these guys that underwhelmed on Thursday and put in uh, I'm trying to think of lame quarterbacks that are going to do better than Breeze and Thomas. Yeah, Marcus Mariota. Yeah, yeah, you know, do, 
do me a solid and get Ryan Tannehill going for me. <laughs> yeah, t- take out my Saints duo. No one, will, no one will look at that and say, oh, he really started Ryan Tannehill over Drew Brees. Take out my Saints duo and replace them with a Titans duo. of. of and if you don't Mario have a $100 bill, just put like an IOU piece of paper that says, I will mow your lawn or I will wash your cars. I will do your taxes. And then if you're a, a real slime ball, when the guy says, okay, I did you this favor. Now it's time for you to do my taxes. You'll look at that little IOU paper and you'll be like, what? This isn't even my handwriting. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, all right, Dave. Let's talk about FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash FFT. FanDuel.com slash FFT. Are you familiar with the FanDuel slate yet? I am not. Okay. Um, I can tell you that Eric Ebron, just like on DraftKings, Dave mentioned that on Friday's show, Eric Ebron seems like a very obvious choice at $5,600. Um, well, I'll tell you about my lineup because I really like Gus Edwards this week. I have Russell Wilson, Christian McCaffrey, Gus Edwards, Adam Thielen, Corey Davis at $5,900. Corey Davis is a must-play to me. DJ Moore at $6,400. So Wilson, McCaffrey, Edwards, Thielen, Corey Davis, DJ Moore, Adam Thielen. Oh, sorry. Eric Ebron, can't start Thielen twice. Eric Ebron on tight end. My flex is Philip Lindsay, lined up for a big game against... He's going to be a very, very popular play. And the Dolphins' defense. It's not that hard to come up with a lineup that that you really like. Um, let's say, uh, take a quick look at the pricing here. Uh, I'm not going to start... I'm not going to start Mahomes or Gurley. Um, I guess, well, let me see Spencer Ware. That was a game changer. He's fifty two hundred, so he's a must play if Kareem Hunt does not play. I don't know. Are there any players that you think are just gonna completely go off this week? Like even elite players. Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Lindsey, Goff. Um, I'm feeling particularly good about Reynolds and Cooks. Um Yeah, if you if you like Josh Reynolds. He is very inexpensive. Um, Reynolds is fifty eight hundred. So you can, if you get like Reynolds and I like Corey Davis at fifty nine hundred and Josh Reynolds at fifty eight hundred. I'm sorry, Corey Davis should be more than a hundred dollars more expensive than Josh Reynolds. Uh, I, you know, I think Davis should. Do you think? Do you agree? I think Davis needs to be in lineups. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, if you like both those guys, then you can really go nuts with some studs and. Uh, just looking at quarterbacks here. The quarterback list looks like this. Mahomes, 9,500. Cam, 87. Matt Ryan, 85. Jared Goff, 84. Aaron Rodgers, 8,300. Andrew Luck, 82. Tom Brady, 79. Deshaun Watson, 7,900. Russell Wilson, 7,700. That's who I went with. And then just below that, Cousins, Winston, Flacco, Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Mariota. Uh, Mariota's a pretty big discount. That's as low as I'd go, personally. Yeah, I feel the same way. All right, guys, good luck. Join our contest, fanduel.com slash FFT. Dave Richard. Goodbye, buddy. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Love you, Bill. It's on.